Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. American soccer fans, welcome to episode 119 of the USA Soccer Cast. We are bringing you everything about the U.S. national teams, the players, the leagues, and everything else that impacts the game of soccer in these United States. I'm Donald Wine. It's Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. Happy November, everyone. It's the best month of the year, if you ask me, because it's the birthday month. The birthday month commences. But as we look back at October... The U.S. Women's National Team just completed their international window, and it was an interesting window for the team. They played Colombia in two matches, the first one last Thursday in Utah and the second on Sunday in San Diego. So we're going to discuss the Women's National Team today. We're going to start with that first match in Salt Lake City. Again, last Thursday night, they played Colombia. It was a cold affair in Salt Lake City, Sandy, Utah, and it was a scoreless affair. For both teams, it was a 0-0 draw in a game where the U.S. just did not look right. I think the people who watched that game in the aftermath kind of looked at the team saying, what is going on? It felt like a lot of the same tactics. It felt like a lot of the same inability to change, inability to react to what Columbia was giving them. Columbia had some moments where it was probably a bit nervy for the defense for the United States, but they didn't necessarily break through obviously they didn't break through on the scoreboard but there was only one opportunity for the U.S. really to score and it was when they earned a penalty and Alex Morgan stepped up to take the penalty as she did against Portugal in the Women's World Cup this summer and just like against Portugal she missed it Uh, this one hit the post but it was still again an opportunity for the United States coaching staff, and I know it's an interim coaching staff right now as they search for a permanent solution. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But it was an opportunity for them to give the ball to somebody else, somebody who, again, could gain that confidence that we're going to need over the next four years and really over the next 
10 months because the Olympics are next summer. The Gold Cup, the new Gold Cup is in February. There's going to be times where we're going to need to place the ball in the hands of someone else. We're going to place the weight of the team on the shoulders of someone else other than one of these players that we've seen over the last decade. And it didn't feel like we gave those opportunities in this game. It was a lot of the same lineups, the same players, the same tendencies, the same tactics, the same formations, and unfortunately, the same result that we've seen over the last few months, a draw, a scoreless draw. And there's been a lot of chatter from fans and pundits about wanting to bring in some of these new players, and none of them really play. You don't get some of these creative attackers and midfielders that we've wanted to see on the national team really get their opportunity. And we use that to shift to the game in San Diego where it started off very similarly. Yeah, there were some changes in the lineup, but at the same time, it felt like up front, the attacking just wasn't there. The link up play wasn't there. And it was bogged down by, you know, a couple of players who, really find their way in the starting lineup all the time, but they haven't really produced lately. And it wasn't until halftime where we saw a shift in halftime. We saw me official and Jaden Shaw into the game. And I feel like the play changed dynamically after that. Me official scores the first goal. Her first one for the women's national team has been playing a super high level for the last three years. She led the world in goals in 2022. I've mentioned that on this show. There are some people who think that didn't make her, you know, qualified to be on the national team. But of course, I and several others did. And you saw that quality on the field on Sunday. She was awesome as the striker and her ability to create goals, her ability to, again, be great in the air. She wants to bring that to the national team. And we need to give her that opportunity. Jane Straw scored the third goal. And she is a youngster that is going to be a force to reckon with for the next 10 to 15 years. She is going to be a player in this game. Lindsay Horan scored a great volley in the 62nd minute to make it 2 nothing. Those three goals, of course, were the difference. 3 nothing. the United States winning against Colombia in San Diego. But even in the second half, you saw a lot of what people were asking for. Play the kids. Give them a chance to integrate into the system. Play some of the creative players. We didn't see Ashley Sanchez until much later in the game, but when she came on, she made a world of difference. If you're not going to have Roosevelt, who is who's hurt, or and you want that creative ability, we've seen Ashley Sanchez do that for the last year. And inexplicably, it stopped right when we got to New Zealand for the World Cup. I don't know why that happened. But Ashley Sanchez needs to be reintegrated into this lineup because her creative ability is something that no one else on this planet has. And we need to take advantage of that. Mia Fischel, again, a great, great player, a young player who should be featured into this team for a very long time. Jaden Shaw should be featured in this team for a very long time. Olivia Moultrie, we didn't even get to see. She didn't play. She was called into her first camp, but she didn't get to play a second Similarly to how Jaden Shaw was called in last month in in September and didn't play in those two games. But we have these opportunities to bring in 
new players and integrate them. And yes, we're preparing for some big events. We're preparing again for the gold cup for the Olympics. We want to win both of those tournaments, but we can't do that by relying on just the old guard to get us there and not having people in the backup in case something happens. We have seen this team struggle when their a plan goes into the, into the can. We've seen it. And we haven't had a backup plan. We need to start formulating those backup plans. We need to give these kids confidence and give them an opportunity so that, yeah, if if a player does happen to get injured, it's the next woman up. What's the priority going to be? You know, I know it's winning the Olympics and the Gold Cup, but you might be able to do that and bring along some of the young, hungry talent at the same time. Because you're going to have to. This next cycle is going to be about transition. We're going to have a new coach. We're going to have some new players when we take the field in 2027, at least to qualify for 2027. Or if we host, we want to roll out the best team possible. And to do that, you need to make sure you are evaluating as much talent as possible. That is what these friendlies are supposed to be about. We have two more friendlies in December where, again, we should have a new head coach. These players need to be able to get on the field. You need to be able to see them. And most importantly, the fans need to as well. We need to see what the next generation of the women's national team looks like. We need to see how they play. We need to endear ourselves to them. And we can't do that when they're sitting on the bench with a bib over their shirt. We'll leave it there. Let's take a break here on the other side. The women's national team coaching search appears to be nearing its end. Who are the finalists and what do they bring to the table? We'll find out after this. Hey, everyone. Are you looking for the latest gear for your U.S. national teams, Major League Soccer, the NWSL, or any other team in the world of soccer? The USA SoccerCast has affiliate partnerships that are ready to help you out. Head to linktree.com slash USA SoccerCast, where we have links to Homage, Fanatics, the MLS Store, and Breaking Team. You can get the jersey, shirt, hat, or accessory you're looking for to support your team while also saving some money and helping this show in the process. Again, linktree.com slash USA SoccerCast. Click on the links and get your gear. And we thank you as always for your support of the show. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We are back, and now that the October window is done for the women's national team, we shift to the December window. But before we do that, in between, we are expected to learn over the next coming weeks the name of the new head coach of the U.S. women's national team program. And according to Meg Linehan of The Athletic, there are three finalists that have been mentioned as, the, as I guess, the front runners to potentially be the next coach for the women's national team. And they are Tony Gustafson, who is currently the coach 
of Australia. Of course, he was an assistant under Joe Ellis on the women's national team here in 2015, 2019. Joe Montemurro, who is currently the coach at Juventus, and Laura Harvey, who is the current OL Reign coach, but has also been in the national team system as a youth head coach in the past. Of these three, I, I, I guess if you're asking me to pick one that I would favor over the other, I would probably say Tony Gustafson only because he has that national team experience. Also, he has experience as, with the pressures of being the national team coach of a host nation and taking them to the semifinals, which is exactly where we want to be back in the semifinals, back in the finals, winning it all. He has that knowledge of the players, and, and I guess he's the closest to some of these players still. And at the end of the day, that also might be the con that he's too ingrained in the system. If you want to have a clean break and a fresh start, you bring in someone like a Montemuro who may not have as many ties to the American system. But I think all these coaches have their pros and cons. Laura Harvey, a lot of people love Laura Harvey, has done a great job as the rain coach, but as the, you know, on, you know, U20 coach, she didn't really do that well. As a youth national team coach, she didn't really do that well. Obviously, it was during COVID, but it wasn't like we are seeing a lot of those players being integrated into the full senior national team development. So there's still some, not necessarily concern, but in anxiety about who the coach is going to be, whether they're able to embrace the pressure of getting this program back to the top of the pile. That's obviously one of the foundations of this program that we are currently at its lowest point in its history. And how do we get back to the very top as opposed to being just one of the top teams in the world. Now there's, it's about turnover as well. Are they going to bring in young talent? A lot of turnover is going to be needed. There are some players who are not going to see the 2027 world cup on this national team. Can we usher in the next generation? Can we create a foundation that can allow for this team to return to the top? And I think many fans are asking about tactics, formations. What is the style of play going to be for the United States women's national team? Can we get our best players on the field in the positions that will make them the most successful? It's not about plugging holes here. It's about finding players that will be in their best at those positions so that there are no holes. And that if someone goes down, the next woman can step in and we have a system ready to go where everyone knows their role and everyone's on the same page. I don't know of these three who would be the best at that. That is not my job here. And that is ultimately the decision of Matt Crocker, the sporting director of us soccer to figure out, but we are at a point here now where we need to understand we are running out of time to make these decisions. If we have a coach ready, we need to bring them in get them settled so that they can hit the ground running. There are too many things that are coming down, you know, coming soon. The gold cup is coming in less than three months. The Olympics are next summer and next summer is not going further away in, in, in the mines. There is getting ever closer by the day. And again, you have to start thinking about what this team is going to look like as we move towards 2027 and what players are going to factor into the mix, how we get, some new talent in and how we integrate them and see if they're ready to be a part of this national team program. That is a lot for a new coach. And oh yeah, you got to win.
it's the most pressure filled women's job in the world because everyone expects you to win everything. And when you lose or draw, it is a travesty. And I get that pressure is huge and having to embrace that pressure and really perform in spite of it is something that the next coach has to do. But also it's about giving them the opportunities and the tools necessary to win. It's about giving the coach the time to make all these valuations the ability to freedom to call in players that maybe wouldn't be called in under previous coaches, the ability to figure out what that style of play should be. And that's something that is going to be between the coach and Matt Crocker. And also, you know, Aguchi and Yewu, who's the deputy sporting director, those players, those coaches and, 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 and staff are going to have to figure out what the direction of this program is going to be. And yes, they have to figure out how to do that while also figuring out how to make it, a winnable one right off the bat, because that's how you keep people involved and interested in the team. And so that is a lot that's going to have to happen in the next like couple of weeks, because again, it's November 1st right now. The team next takes the field against China on December 2nd and December 5th. So we have right now a month to get all that in place. And it starts by naming a new coach. It apparently is down to Gustafson, Montemurro and Harvey but we'll see if any other candidates uh, enter the fray in the last you know, stage of this coaching search. But we will leave it there. That will do it for episode 119 of the USA Soccer Cast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to follow us on Twitter. We are at USA Soccer Cast. Don't forget we have an affiliate program with Homage, Fanatics, MLS Store, and Breaking Tea. So head to linktree.com slash USA Soccer Cast. You can learn more. Click on all those links. Support the show while getting the latest gear. And please send us some topic suggestions. We we love hearing from our listeners. You can email them to usasoccercast at gmail.com or tag us on Twitter. So we will talk to you again soon. Peace.